Market You Online welcomes you to the Online Marketing That Makes Sense podcast. This is a weekly podcast released just in time to start off your new week. Check back Monday mornings. It will be time well spent. We'll be talking about any number of topics about starting a new online business, helping revive a tired online business, and even applying CPR on some nearly dead businesses. Sometimes the truth hurts. But we're all adults here, and if you want to build a business that works as hard for you as you do for it, then you're in the right place. Sit back, relax, and kick off your shoes. A brand new episode is about to start. Welcome back, my friends. Here we are at part three in our series on crafting your story. I hope you're enjoying it. While not all of your broadcast newsletter emails need to have stories included, it would definitely make it easier to read. And of course, until your audience truly gets a sense of who you are and why you are there, there will be believability issues. Your audience basically wants to know, what's your story? Can you blame them? Isn't that what you want anytime you decide to place trust in someone else? Letting your audience get to know who you are is one way to build rapport with them. And I'm sure that's important to you as well. But this doesn't mean you have to write a memoir or let people know everything about you. No, nothing like that. But slowly and deliberately, let them get to know you just as you would anyone else you just met, such as, Hi, my name is James. What is yours? I don't think we've met yet. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? What started you on this path you are on? Or, How do you think you could help me? If you wait for them to ask you those questions, Self-doubt about your motives will creep in, and that's not good. So to avoid that, rip off the band-aid yourself. You can do it best via stories you share with your audience. Your nurture sequence is the best place to start. It's where you nurture people and indoctrinate them to know you, your business, and why it exists, right? Use this time to let people get to know your personality and have an opportunity to draw closer. Let them know your fears and doubts, too. Talk to them like a cherished friend. The easier you make it for them to know who you are, the better. Share your mistakes and failures along the way. No one likes a know-it-all that appears perfect. Show your imperfections. Let them see that you are a real person who has walked in their shoes and has struggled to gain the knowledge they seek. And now they can do so as well, through your example. If you treat your audience as you would a friend, your style of writing will already be in your voice. Writing just as you speak helps them feel more connected to you. 
when you're trying to teach them something that would benefit them, always try to wrap it inside a short story. It helps them retain the knowledge much longer. These emails need to be something that you would want to receive yourself. As mentioned before, as soon as possible, segment your audience. Early in your marketing career, you will find that it is a bit harder to nail your audience exactly. Sure, you're doing your best, but no matter how hard you try, Anything you start doing for the first time will not be the best you will eventually do. It's a matter of time and perseverance. To help yourself with that, ask questions a lot. And don't be mysterious. Let them know you want to understand where they are in their business or in whatever niche they may be in. It's only reasonable to assume that if you knew more about them, their circumstances and their struggles, you could help them even more, right? If only you could find a way to get them to help you help them. You know that you can help them more if they would just click on a link or answer a few questions, such as, what are you struggling with right now? Are they mostly men or women? Are they in just the startup phase, or have they been working online for quite a while? And in case you're wondering, and I know I would, you don't need to buy any special software or a special app or sign up for a service unless you want to. You could just simply segment them whenever they click on a link that makes sense to them. Let's assume that you want to know if they have any of the following. An email list. A website landing pages, marketed for less than six months, marketed for more than a year. What do they need to know how to do to move the needle right now? They could click on one or all of them, and their profile would be updated to include that information. Segmenting your audience will make you a stronger and more helpful marketer in the long run. So segmenting your audience should be step number one, your starting point for changing your email strategy. And step number two would be writing better emails by telling better stories. And it works because people love storytelling. Storytelling enables you to create deeper and more personal relationships with your audience. Just think about your favorite TV show and why you would glue yourself to the screen every time a new episode comes out. I'm not sure what shows are your favorite, but Breaking Bad and Stranger Things are at the top of my list right now. Others of you, though, may say Game of Thrones is the best and are looking forward to more of the release of House of the Dragon. Or even the new Lord of the Rings series, The Rings of Power, may be your cup of tea. They pull you along and develop stories that captivate the audience. Books are the same way. Stephen King or J.K. Rowling, their books sell by the millions because they tell stories that engage the audience to feel as if they are participating. They become engaged with a protagonist and they become lost in the story. They root for the underdog and they feel as if they are a part of that story.
as we all do. The question is, how do you write powerful emails? And more specifically, how can you leverage those stories in your email marketing? So how to write story-based emails? Writing good story-based emails is challenging because you have less space to work with than you do with, say, a blog post. But it's not impossible. And many could argue that the two-word sentence in the Bible itself also qualifies as a story. Jesus wept in John chapter 11, verse 35. There are five crucial elements behind a good story-based email. Here's a quick overview. Number one, increase opens with a curiosity-driven subject line. Number two, capture attention in the first sentence. Number three, tell a story. Number four, transition into your call to action. And number five, close with a call to action. And in our next podcast, we will be looking much closer at crafting your story-based emails. I hope to see you then. Now, hold on a second, my friends. Before you go, I just want to remind you, if you have not done so, click follow on your podcast app to not miss any new episode. This is your podcast, built and produced just for you. If you don't like what you're hearing, change it. With that said, I hope you learned something new, and if you have any questions and or suggestions, you'll find a link for that in the show notes. I'll see you next week.